Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody. Happy holidays. Live from Chicago, it's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist, all things sports, medicine, fitness, and wellness, brought to you by Global Schoolwear, stylish school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger, Hurdle Apparel, Socks, LER, Lower Extremity Review, and MVP Parent Magazine, and UK Health Radio. We've got a great double header, you know, diabetes consequences. We've got two leading podiatric physicians returning, Dr. Lawrence Rubin. He's the founder of LEAP, the Lower Extremity Amputation Prevention Alliance. And then Dr. David Armstrong. He's a professor of surgery and the director of the Southwestern Academic Limb Salvage Alliance. Salsa. We've got Leap and Salsa. Then the sports doctor's in with some Bob Guy to Wisdom emails. Welcome back, Dr. Lawrence Rubin, one of my original podiatry professors. Welcome back. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be back, Bob, and thanks for all the good you're doing and getting us all together. First time I think I saw an orthotic in somebody's practice, it was Dr. Rubin. Uh, that I saw him fabricating and uh, for some of the different orthotic therapy, and the rest is history, as we as we like to say. <laughs> Dr. Lawrence, give us some background on yourself. Leading, you know, it's been ten years already with Leap, with your work with the um, Saving Limbs. Well, the background is I became a podiatrist sixty-five years ago. That's a long time. I don't have a lot of uh, peers, actually, that have been around this long, so I'm grateful for that. Uh, I was, as you know, uh, one of the instructors there at the Illinois College of Podiatric Medicine. You were one of the finest and best students there, of course. Uh, But that was the beginning of my academic career, and I loved teaching very much then. Still love teaching very much now. But when I went into private practice and still was keeping up the teaching and the clinics and all that, uh, one of the greatest hurdles that, that I've, I had to encounter like other podiatrists is how do we prevent these terrible diabetic ulcers from forming because they're going to, so many end up in there being an amputation. So that became a passion of mine. And uh, during the years of my clinical work, there at the Illinois College of Podiatric Medicine, then after graduation, and then in my practice, I've always looked for ways that, that we could improve the situation in which people lose their legs needlessly, Bob. And as you well very well know, uh, so many of these amputations are needless because, especially in diabetes, if a patient is given during their then during the times that they're seeing their primary care physician or other physicians or their podiatrist, it only takes a couple of minutes to do some few simple tests 
to find out if they have one of the two silent killers. Neuropathy, diabetic peripheral neuropathy, damage of the nerves, which can lead to amputations, first ulcers, a lot of misery, then amputations, then peripheral artery disease, which is the second silent crippler and killer. And uh, it is, uh, of course, the disease of the artery. So if I'm a practicing podiatrist today or a primary care physician today, uh, my patient's shoes and socks are off, it, it doesn't take me more than possibly two minutes to get a bird's eye view as to whether there's a problem here. I put my fingers on the, on the foot. I find a pulse or I don't find the pulse. That tells me about circulation. And then very using a little filament, kind of like a, 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 a fishing line, uh, tell the person, the patient, close your eyes, tell me if you feel this little fishing line touching you. I go to several places. Yes. They well, you know, Dr. Larry, and I'm, I'll, I'll call you Dr. Larry, I'm Dr. Bob. Podiatry okay. has always been, podiatry has always been one of the first doctors that discovers diabetics because the feet being the furthest area from the heart, many times, like the eye doctors, the other extreme, might see the beginning of problems in order to, to pay attention. But when I first had you on, and, and we've talked about this topic numerous times, when you said uh, 80% of amputations are preventable, I, I just, that just knocked me over uh, as being so uh, a dramatic a statistic. And then you, again, have spent these 10 years putting together teams, podiatrists, primary care doctors, therapists, in order to pay attention to screening. Can we see these people, especially in high-risk areas, and then whether it's in order to pick up early these tendencies uh, is really what a lot of this is about, isn't it? It certainly is. There is uh, no question that we can, and I'm sure that uh, uh, Dr. Armstrong is going to verify this. Uh, uh, Leap Alliance is very, very grateful to have him as a member of our uh, advisory, Leap Alliance Advisory Council. So I'm sure he would give us the very same advice. We can prevent uh, most preventable uh, uh, amputations under one circumstance, and that circumstance is that somebody is willing to do the prevention. We have all too few physicians of all times, kinds, of all specialties that deal with diabetic patients. Too few are actually giving diabetic patients access to preventive examinations. And there's a lot of good reasons for this. This isn't that they're trying to ignore it. You know our broken healthcare system. It's a matter of time. Most doctors are trained to treat. They want to dedicate their time to doing the best treatment and to say, hey, let's help prevent. Well, I want to, I treat, let somebody else prevent. Not enough are having a little different attitude. Well, this is one of the big points, yeah. Dr. Larry. You know, there, there are three terms I use for 40 years, give or take a few weeks, on the sports doctor. Another, the number one term is awareness, bringing awareness to with the particular problem, whatever it happens to be, like what we're talking about here, the whole world. You know, diabetes, you can't turn on your TV for two minutes without a jingle about one medicine or another, about the fact that diabetes had to change the, the, the title because there were so many youngsters and adolescents that were developing and dealing uh, uh, with diabetes. So it is a nightmare and a half. And the idea, again, awareness, 
number one, of what we're dealing with, and then education, which is what we're doing now. The idea of educating uh, the general community, the park districts, the schools, etc., well, about what a big deal this is. Many times, again, in podiatry, a shoe change, the idea of diabetic shoes, the huge area of orthotics, which is my world, offload an area. You know, somebody might have a callus, consistent pressure in the same area, and eventually it starts to break down. All of a sudden, maybe an ulcer, this kind of situation. So at the beginning, offloading that area with the shoe change or the right orthotic is magic for these kinds of situations. Larry, what's the best website people could find out all, uh, about LEAP? Uh, it's www.leapalliance.org. www, one word, leapalliance.org. Now, the putting together these teams, you know, the combination, again, podiatry, again, I, I, the, the uh, primary care doctor, the vascular specialist. I mean, a couple of months ago, we had on Kalu Confidence from Nigeria, who's one of the individuals who's following the Leap Alliance uh, in Africa. It's fantastic. The How has been in putting together the teams, again, getting this awareness, general medicine, podiatry, these organizations, associations, diabetic, diabetes association, have we seen the growing cooperation with awareness and the educational challenges we're talking about? Dr. Bob, the reality is that the LEAP Alliance is very, very small uh, uh, nonprofit with 501c3 compared to other nonprofits. We are the only the only nonprofit that is doing what we're doing. Uh, and what we're doing is, uh, God bless everyone that's creating awareness, and certainly yourself, Dr. Armstrong, God bless them, tremendous awareness. Uh, however, and education, the education is coming there. We're telling diabetic patients, and they're hearing it, Go get your feet. Right, right, wound care. You know, we were in school, wound care. No one knew how to spell it. The, over the past well, two decades, you know, wounds have become a huge topic in podiatry. So the absolutely. fact that yeah, the fact that there's still these these challenges, I think your timing is perfect to put these teams together. That's why well, we want to continue to raise the awareness. Well, that's true, but we're missing one thing. We're missing one thing. We have to create an enthusiasm amongst the, amongst the providers for the, that have the ability to educate the patient to the fact that they should be getting their feet examined and then get enough doctors willing to do it. This is a difficult situation, Bob. We're especially post-pandemic and all that. Doctors are so busy. Nothing happens without doctors that follow volunteer to give patients that time. Not a hell of a lot of time. It's all compensated by insurance, but we don't have yeah, enough that's a big deal. You know, you've, been, you've, been, you, you've been educating uh, on, on LinkedIn, though, the, the medical population, that it is reimbursable. It's not like you're necessarily well, that there is not uh, people getting paid for what they do. How is the 
the Diabetes Association, the Podiatry Association, how's um, uh, their cooperation uh, growing, I'll use the term? <laughs> well, I have, it's a good term. Growing is good. We don't want to, we want to not grow. Uh, I have to speak for the LEAP Alliance itself. I cannot, I know nothing about any other organizations. However, uh, a small nonprofit does got, not get a lot of attention. So uh, we have, for the last three years, hoped to have uh, the American Podiatric Medical Association. I'm not looking for any money. We don't need any money. Uh, this is a, not a difficult uh, program to administer, especially now with the Internet. Uh, however, uh, just it is very, very difficult to get organizations to back up to help sponsor and to cooperate with LEAP, uh, and that's something we have to overcome ourselves. As a now, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned even briefly, I know whether it's been the Lions Club or Lions Club International or Kiwanis, who some of the organizations that you found have been helpful, at least in, the, in spreading the word or awareness? I know Lions Club pays a lot of attention to youth fitness, so does the Kiwanis Club. You know, I, I've been talking about childhood obesity for 35 years, give or take, on the, on the sport, Dr. Obesity is such a big problem, but how have you found uh, that feedback? Well, we, we believe, the We as Leap Alliance, believes that we have to go down into the community. That's where we have to do all of our good work and put the doctors together at the community level. So we look for help from volunteers. And we usually go to Lions Club, which for many, many years, when we go to a Lions Club, and you mentioned uh, uh, Kelu Confidence, she's in, in, uh, in Enugu, uh, Nigeria. Uh, there's, there was a Lions Club there. We go to Lions Clubs. We ask them if we can train at least some of their members to assist the podiatrist in uh, providing preventive care. Almost always we get their help. We also do the same thing, as you mentioned. Kiwanis, uh, some other local groups. So we go right down into the community and we try to take all of the good, all of the good awareness and education that's happening. And Dr. I know that Dr. Armstrong's going to talk about that. We try to take the awareness and turn it into action. Actually, with the Leap Alliance, if we go to a certain zip code, we go zip code by zip code. We look into that zip code. We, we try to get the involvement of a podiatrist, have the podiatrist help us get a, uh, a certainly a vascular surgeon, primary care physician. So that's how it works, and it's working very well on a very small basis because we're not... You know, again, the, you know, the, the, and, uh, you know it works diabetes, diabetes is a huge topic. Uh, they're a great athlete, type 1 diabetes, uh, besides type 2 diabetes. Again, this is the end game that we're really, really uh, paying big, big attention to, these horrendous nightmare and, and consequences that can happen, uh, even though, again, the education of how uh, important it is to try to prevent diabetes. Diabetes will break us as a society uh, with what it costs to, uh, to raise children that are dealing with diabetes, uh, both mentally and physically, as well as the adult population, um, you'd think that the American Diabetes Association would be all over the LEAP Alliance. Uh, well, American Diabetes Association creates awareness, but there is, there's, there's a history to all of this, and it's really nobody's fault. 
a large organization cannot go ahead and bring a patient into the care of a doctor. It can't influence any a, a person anywhere to go to a particular doctor who is knowledgeable and equipped to do the type of examination that we need. So these organizations can only go so far. And unfortunately, there's a problem because the education is Larry, I can't believe that we are going to run over. Larry, we're going to run over time quickly before we end. Give me again the website. People can find out about LEAP quickly. Sure. It's uh, leapalliance.org, L-E-A-P-A-L-L-I-N-C-E.org. We're going to stay on it. Dr. Lawrence Rubin, thanks so much for coming back. Hold on. We'll be right back, everybody. We're going to be talking soon uh, with Dr. David Armstrong. Same topic. It's the sports doctor. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together, we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. Goal of the book? Give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kid. Uh, What are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parent's perspective, some insights. From about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review Magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is in article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com. MVPParent.com. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. 
More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is the well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. Hey, everybody, we are back live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. I want to welcome Dr. David Armstrong. He's a professor of surgery and director of the Southwestern Academic Limb Salvage Alliance, SALSA. We went from LEAP to SALSA. Dr. David Armstrong, hey, welcome to the Sports Doctor. Bob, it is so great to be here, man. It's just, and thank you, by the way, for letting me play hooky from a crazy day. This is great. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, you know, <laughs> a, little bit of ent- a little bit of entertainment. Uh, again, you know, the, the consequences of diabetes, uh, the, you can't spend two minutes on television without another diabetes commercial. Uh, right. One of the other champions like yourself, you know, we're talking about these nightmare scenarios. These diabetes-related, in most instances, uh, amputations and limb salvage. Give us some background yeah. on yourself sure. and the world, the world of saving limbs and, and uh, diabetes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, happy to do it. And uh, by the way, again, thanks for having me on. This is a great program. But uh, so, so yeah. So I'm a uh, I'm a foot doctor, a toe doctor, if you will. I'm a professor of surgery here at the University of Southern California in Los Angeles, and we run a group dedicated uh, to eliminating uh, preventable amputation in folks with diabetes over the next uh, generation. And so this problem is one of these things that's, you know, the the biggest problem that no one really hears about or talks about. Uh, You know, folks with diabetes now, there's probably about, give or or take, about 35 million in the United States. There's about a half a billion, half a billion worldwide. But now uh, now every second, someone around the world will get a wound called a diabetic foot ulcer on their feet every second. They, and they do that because they lose the ability to feel pain. About half of those wounds will get infected. About 20% of those wounds end up in hospital. And when that happens, there's an amputation every 20 seconds. So the clock's ticking, and we have a lot of work to do collectively. Uh, but the good news is, a lot of this stuff is the kind of things that, you know, we can do together uh, with our patient at the center of the whole thing. And, and we're really having the topable feeling, even though there's a lot of bad happening, there's also a lot of good happening. And part of that good is our chat today. The idea, again, of, uh, of, of prevention, you know, we talk on the sports doctor for decades about these three different areas of topics and awareness is A, number one of whatever the problem happens to be, education's number two, and then some positive uh, change many times, the number, th- number three direction. And the idea, you know, I've spent decades, Dr. Uh, David, I'll call you Dr. David, I'm Dr. Bob, <laughs> <in> childhood <laughs> obesity, 
And the fact that, again, of, of podiatry has, has been the profession oftentimes that first even talks about or discovers the possibility yeah. of diabetes. Somebody comes in, you know, doc, my feet are numb, you know, I've got burning, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes something as simple as the shoe change, let alone the identification of the problem. And again, with our first guest, uh, my famous podiatry professor, Dr. Larry Rubin, and the lower extremity mm. amputation prevention world, the both you guys have been champions of awareness and looking to create positive programs to try to um, uh, deal with you know, with, with prevention, the idea of screening, uh, podiatry being at the forefront, um, I'm frankly surprised, although there's been some positive changes, that we don't see some dramatic backing from the world of yeah. you know, the Diabetes Association or the Podiatric Medical Association. Uh, yeah. How do you see these challenges? Well, well, look, I think, I, you know, so maybe I, my perspective on this is, is, is a little more sanguine, a little more positive uh, than, than what you're saying. I think we definitely have a long way to go there, Dr. Bob, for sure. But let me tell you something. Comparing things now to the way they were, let's say, when I first get started on this in the 90s and the 2000s, it's just, it's a whole different world. And it's now, Absolutely. yes. Absolutely, yes. This, is this problem... Is it, is it, Bob, is this problem, like, still, like, 11th on everyone's 10 most important things to do? Yes. But you know what? It used to be 51st on the 50 most important things to do. And if we could just bump it up to 9th, I think we can make a pretty darn big difference. And, it, and so the good news is this is happening. We're starting to see uh, uh, another Dr. Bob, my friend Bob Gabay. That's a guy you ought to have on this, uh, on this, uh, uh, on this station. Bob's the... Uh, uh, the current head of, uh, of, he's the chief medical officer for the American Diabetes Association. Dr. Bob Gabay has a big interest in amputation prevention, as does all of the American, Podi excuse me, the American Diabetes Association. He's been working really closely with uh, the American Podiatric Medical Association to make things right. happen. Yes, you know, the worlds of, the yeah. worlds of, uh, the worlds of, um, the worlds of nutrition, the yeah. mental, the mental side of all of this, the activity, exercise yeah. side yeah. of all of this in the whole uh, 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 scourge of diabetes is something that we uh, talk about a lot. You know, this is the end game prevention that we're really yeah. uh, uh, talking about. And it's great to hear the optimism. This is what we really wanted to share because I agree with you. There's a lot of good stuff going on and salsa I think is a uh, is a, a big part of it. Um, even yeah, if um, yeah, it, it, you know, and they talk a little bit about some of the programs uh, that uh, you guys are involved with, making these kinds of positive changes and, and team building. Sure. I, well, I'll tell you. There's just the, the thing is, there are so many going on right now, all over the country and all over the world. I actually just this morning, I just uh, finished uh, lecturing to Dakar, Senegal. Believe it or not. Uh, where we talked to 150 different doctors there in 15 different countries across kind of sub-Saharan Africa and things on this whole thing. Down there, we were going to be working on developing what we call, believe it or not, a foot selfie program where people can just send a picture of their foot into what their doctor. What a doctor's. great idea. That's I know. a great idea. Yeah, I know. So, so that was just this morning. But, yeah. but, we're, but that's the kind of thing that we're trying to do, not just in Senegal and in, in, in the, in the Maghreb and 
in Africa. We're trying to do that worldwide in our clinics here right now. Um, and uh, we've actually, you mentioned salsa, that's our, that's our academic unit at, at USC in, in Los Angeles, but a, a big part of that is that uh, over the last few years, we've actually found that patients and their doctors have a hard time kind of connecting, and especially in a problem that needs a team. And so what we did was we developed this not-for-profit called the, the American Limb Preservation Society, or ALPS, or ALPS. And so ALPS is designed to be what we call kind of a cross between, if you will, a dating app and a marriage counselor for doctors and patients that are interested yeah. in limb preservation right. diabetes. And yeah, this thing know, has the, taken uh, off like a shot. And, and so there's now doctors uh, all over the country and around the world that are getting involved, more than 1,000 already, yeah. and it's just growing like a weed. This started during the pandemic, believe it or not, the worst possible time. And you're starting to see real change. Uh, there are doctors and nurses uh, coming together, podiatrists, vascular surgeons, and others, uh, running. Um, Screening programs um, uh, throughout the Bible Belt and the and what we call the Diabetes Belt, which is two of the same things in the United States, all the way up through Oregon and the Pacific Northwest. So it's a nationwide effort and a worldwide effort to try to stamp out these problems and eliminate uh, preventable amputation. But it's a, it's a team effort, but it's doable. And it's great to hear. You know, I think it was last month we had uh, Kalu Confidence, the physiotherapist mm. from Nigeria. Uh, who came yeah. on and was sharing us again? We're talking about this worldwide uh, kind of programs. What are some of the mm. websites people could find out about uh, your organization, uh, Doctor David? Oh yeah, well you can go to you can, if you want to type it all out. You can go to limbpreservationsociety.org or just Alps Limb A L P S L I M B Alps Limb like for legs L I M B dot org or you could just go to our uh, our website at uh, um, at University of Southern California, um, or you can go straight to our foot thing, which is diabetesfootonline.org. Uh, Any of those things, you're so welcome. You know, the whole world of diabetes foot surgery has, has uh, been a, uh, uh, a major challenge over the years, whether it's dealing again with some of these wounds, trying to enhance healing. It's interesting, mm-hmm. one of my uh, numerous guests, uh, down in your world, Florida, uh, the um, Help Our Wounded uh, Hyperbaric Oxygen for Concussions. And we were mm. talking oh. about how hyper, hyperbaric oxygen has been around in the world of wound healing for like a sure long, has. long time, hasn't it? A lot of commonalities. Sure yep. Yeah. I'll have and, to connect uh, so, you guys. I mean, yeah, you know, just all this stuff, uh, you know, it can come together to really help help folks move through the world a little bit better. Yes, I'm not going to hold it against you that my uh, alma mater, Louisville, facing you guys down there, USC, in the Holiday Bowl. But uh, that'll be another. There you go. Uh, it's been a bit of an score bills for us. Uh, you know, another show. Right about that. Uh, you know, the, the, again, the, the cooperation, uh, like you're talking about, and the inclusion, again, of dealing uh, with the uh, the whole world of diabetic shoes is something mm. that we've paid a lot of attention to over the years. Uh, that's real contributor to all aspects of prevention, isn't it? It sure is. I mean, it's not just the humble shoe. 
you know, and, uh, uh, but uh, it's amazing, you know, that shoe in some ways is more important than any nurse or any doctor, any physician or surgeon, uh, just, and, and, uh, because what happens is, is that if it's not well fitting, a lot of folks with diabetes, you know, they, as we talked about, they lose the ability to feel pain. They develop neuropathy. Yeah. So just a, a poor fitting shoe, it seems so yeah. simple. Million years uh, ago, that, that, million yeah. years ago, Dr. David had someone come to a sports clinic with a nail partially sticking out of their foot. They didn't even know they had it. Cause uh, they had, they had no but, feeling. Dr. David yeah, Armstrong, yeah, that, our guest. We're going to be right back, everybody. It's the sports doctor. Hold on. The station that makes you feel good. Nature's medicine for modern living. A people and plants dialogue hosted by Sophie.health. At Sophie, we bring together experts and voices who rarely cross paths. Our quest is to illuminate the ancient world of plant medicine and reimagine it for the connected age. Join us to explore new boundaries of digital personalized medicine with deep roots in the natural world and hear from our community of international pioneers who are validating this new paradigm and improving how we feel, sleep and cope with daily stresses naturally. Sophie.health, reconnecting people and plants. Introducing Hurdle Apparel Socks. Are you ready to step up your sock game? Hurdle socks go above and beyond by adding unrivaled support and cushioning with their new matrix support technology. By using an incredibly thin anti-odor, anti-perspiration, shock-absorbing web or matrix that's incorporated in between the fibers of their socks, Hurdle is introducing the first socks with an internal structure to support your feet. There is an immediate difference as soon as you wear them in terms of cushioning and support. Walk on and walk easy. With Hurdle Socks, go to HurdleApparel.com. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Hey, everybody, we are back. It's the Sports Doctor. We're talking with Dr. David Armstrong, who is a professor of surgery. He's the director of the Southwestern Academic Limb Salvage Alliance, SALSA. Uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, something as simple as, but as important as, I just wrote an article that said that uh, 30 to 40% of all of us are ill-fitted for our yeah. shoes, let alone yeah. the diabetic world. And the kinds of pressures and problems we could have, we were talking a little bit about that uh, uh, before the, uh, the break. And you were mentioning that you had done a, uh, a lecture about all of these different topics earlier today around the world. Where were you talking? Oh, I was talking to Dakar, to Senegal, uh, to, in, uh, uh, in Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa. And uh, we were talking there. And, you know, their uh, shoes uh, maybe not a lot of folks are, are wearing closed-toed shoes. A lot of people are wearing sandals, and it's just as much of a problem there. But, you know, back on the 
On the shoe thing, you mentioned 30 to 40% of people in general are wearing poorly fitting shoes. I know you know that. You wrote about it. But we, we finished a study many years ago showing that 9 in 10, 9 in 10 people with diabetes uh, with neuropathy, so with, with loss of feeling, are wearing, in a, are, are wearing poorly fitting shoes. And that we define poorly fitting as greater than one size too big or too small, usually wow. too small. So that's right. a lot. Or that's a big amount. Wow. Yeah, that's another. It, I, I, it's not. And it's not the fault of, of someone. It's not the fault of someone. It's just because, it, it, you know, it's not like, it's just because, you know, pain, one of my old mentors used to say that pain is a gift, right? It's a gift that no one wants. Uh, this is what Paul Brand said, you know, all, almost a century ago when he was first looking at this. But that gift, you know, uh, we got to pay it forward uh, to be able to tell people that it was just a little bit of awareness. Uh, if you just see your foot doctor, um, uh, uh, once a year, along with another member of the diabetes team, or more as needed, your risk for getting a problem like this, like a wound or an infection or an amputation, goes down anywhere from on the low end, 20% if you're at low risk, to on the high end, 80% if you're at high risk. So this is crazy because if we were talking about a blockbuster drug, we'd be talking about 10, 20% difference. We're talking 80% difference here just by seeing a foot doctor with another member of the diabetes team. I mean, it's, it's a shocking, uh, really shock, shocking yeah. statistic when you talk about 9 out of 10 uh, in the world yeah. of diabetes. And that's not even considering the foot alignment and foot mechanics mm. part, of, part of all of this, where we're talking yeah, right. the world of orthotics and the, the world of proper alignment, the world of redistributing pressure let alone yep. ill-fitting shoes. Uh, yep. I find that that's his biggest stat is when Dr. Larry first hit me with the fact that 80% of amputations were preventable. This 9 yeah. out of 10, I'm, I'm sticking it in the, in the same uh, category. So the, the education factor uh, uh, is a big deal. Uh, what's interesting, again, is the world of fitting properly, properly is such a mm. big deal in the world of, of athletics and sports at any level. Yeah, that's, that, that's absolutely true. true. And, you know, the, the 20 of our patients uh, are, uh, are active athletically. We try to get our folks, our patients, as active as possible because, you know, we always say that sitting is the new smoking and get up out of your chair and get moving. And we, I always tell my patients that, you know, if you're going to get in trouble, you know, I want you to get in trouble doing something, you know, not doing nothing. And and I think that seems like, I don't know if that's good advice for their feet, but hopefully it's good advice for them, for them as, a, as a, the rest of their body. Because, you know, we can help them foot-wise, and we can probably help them just move through the world a little bit better. Because that's the big idea. That's the big idea. Oh, especially you know, the over the decades in the world of youth sports, sports medicine, 50% yeah. of my... Fifty percent of my patients who were who were girls in knee trouble. So many wow, times wow. Uh, in podiatry, you have to keep singing the song uh, that the foot bones connected to the ankle bones connected to the knee bones. Yeah. So many, so many there lower extremity problems uh, have foot mechanics as, as one of those one of those factors. And, yep. and the uh, the idea again of the uh, uh, cooperation of the primary care world, uh, the vascular 
uh, uh, circulation world, the podiatry world. Uh, ironically, I, I include the um, um, optic world because often the eye doctor is yeah. the first doctor who identifies the diabetes factor like the foot doctor did. But, you know, we make a joke. Uh, it's not a joke. We have a really active research program where we say, look in my eyes and you'll see my soul. Not your, not my soul, like uh, my soul, my my infinite soul, but the soul of my foot. Because you, you can actually do an eye exam, and by looking uh, for some of the blood vessels in the back of the eye, you can identify people that have risk for neuropathy, for losing that feeling that can put them at so much risk. So the eye bone is definitely connected to the foot bone. And uh, it, and so you are absolutely right. That is a really brilliant one, there, Doctor Bob. You know the world of the world of obesity. Again, mm. all aspects of diabetes is magnified, whether it's in the youth, whether it's in seniors, fall prevention, and mm. super seniors. Mm. Uh, the idea of um, the importance. Of, of some of these different factors the, and the importance of awareness and, and education regarding uh, the areas of um, any diabetic period should be including podiatry as one of their doctors, um, yeah. A number one. Well, I, you know, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, this is a, uh, uh, what we see, there's very few places now where there are more data uh, to positively support something uh, than that, uh, than, than in this area, especially in diabetes. Uh, the value of just having, um, just getting your feet looked at by a foot specialist, by a foot doctor, is a really a protective effect, and it, it allows you to launch out into being more active and just continue. You know, in the world of diabetes, again, like we talked about, you know, there are serious athletes at the professional level who are dealing with diabetes oh, every day, type 1. That's the athletic population, yeah. and the idea of all this is so key. I, I knew he would fly mm. through 900 topics. <laughs> Dr. David, give me <laughs> a couple of those websites again. People could find out about you and your work. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, the, uh, the first one, is uh, 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 the uh, Limb Preservation Society. You can go to alps, A-L-P-S-L-I-M-B dot org uh, or diabeticfootonline.com. Alpslimb.org or diabeticfootonline.com. You are so welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. David Armstrong, podiatric physician, profession of surgery. David, hold on. We'll be right back, everybody. It's the Sports Doctor. The station that makes you feel good. Introducing Hurdle Apparel Socks. Are you ready to step up your sock game? Hurdle Socks go above and beyond by adding unrivaled support and cushioning with their new matrix support technology. By using an incredibly thin, anti-odor, anti-perspiration, shock-absorbing web or matrix that's incorporated in between the fibers of their socks, Hurdle is introducing the first socks with an internal structure to support your feet. There is an immediate difference as soon as you wear them in terms of cushioning and support. 
Walk on and walk easy with Hurdle Socks. Go to hurdleapparel.com. Apples and pears, beef and skittles, cider with rosy, common or garden, ant and deck, fish and chips, mum and dad. UK Health Radio and Health Triangle Magazine. Each is good by itself, but enjoying both is always better. Add Health Triangle Magazine to your monthly health regime. Check it out at ukhealthradio.com. Strawberries and cream. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. you live in or near Aurora, Illinois, and you're into sports, fitness at any level, or your son and daughter is, you cannot forget about your feet. Your feet affect everywhere else. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Your ankles, knees, hips, and back all are affected with your foot mechanics. Uh, Come visit the office, uh, Dr. Bob, uh, and get evaluated. Uh, Check what shoes are best for you. I offer prescription orthotics, which is usually one of the major tools for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems. Also, enhancing performance. Step or two quicker, call 630-898-3505 or go to sportsdoctorradio.com. Hey, everybody, we are back. It is the Sports Doctor is in segment. Again, sportsdoctorradio.com. Even though I'm a year and a quarter behind from the copying of shows, you can go back years. If you go over to radio shows, you can go back years and see some of the topics, some of the guests, international, national, local, that we have included. If you go over to newspaper articles, magazines, there is an a wealth of information on so many different topics, so many different articles we've been involved with, a lot of new excitement with MVP Parent and Lower Extremity Review uh, magazines, um, sportsdoctorradio.com. We have a lot of great guests coming up, as always. Uh, one of our newest sponsors, Hurdle Apparel, uh, uh, these uh, socks Technology, their CEO, a co-founder, Taylor Matter, uh, will be joining me next week. Also, we're going to be talking about the world of, um, of the whole mental world, the brain health world, uh, and seniors, senior centers uh, with Simon Gidney uh, next week. Following week, um, Eric Wabina the uh, CEO of Baseball Blue Book. You know, Baseball Blue Book originated in 1909. The one-stop place to find out all information, where can my son go to school, who should he be coached by, who are the agents, what about professionals at all different ages, all aspects. Um, uh, Eric's family, I think, has been involved for decades. Uh, and we're all excited about the launch of uh, all sorts of exciting new things. I'm excited to be on their uh, uh, board of 
sports medicine uh, with the team doctor, the Bulls and White Sox, Dr. Brian Cole. So Eric Wabina. Uh, then we're going to talk nutrition. We're going to talk with um, uh, author, um, nutrition Sandy Robertson uh, will be joining us. Uh, as always, great shows uh, coming up. You know, some Bob Guida wisdom. Guida uh, always made such a big deal about the role of the foot, whatever the sport was, the balance and stability side of things regarding uh, foot mechanics. This is why one of his great tests for athletes, almost whatever their sport was, whatever their age or level, he'd have them uh, standing on one foot, balancing on one bare foot, doing a partial squat, looking to see how that stability and balance, and then initiating all sorts of exercises to help strengthen uh, these areas uh, of the feet and ankles. Uh, The use of rubber bands, the use of unstable surfaces, the use of balance boards of different shapes and sizes were some of the things he really, really paid attention to as well as the role of orthotics, which is why we got married in the late 70s, (laughs) and the whole aspect of um, exercises that can be done to uh, include the importance of strengthening these areas uh, in any running, jumping sport. Your ability to accelerate, change direction, balance, come down from a jump, this is what we paid attention to. Some emails. Uh, Ellen says, my uh, 12-year-old daughter is a serious figure skater. She skates six days a week. Uh, she's got some of these bumps underneath the inside ankle bone uh, that has started to bother her. You know, Ellen, this is one of the common problems we see in the world of figure skating. The navicular is the bone in the midfoot uh, that the um, posterior tibial tendon runs right underneath the groove in that area. Sometimes that the inside part of that bone is enlarged. Sometimes there's an extra piece, an accessory bone, as we call it, that's developing. And the um, figure skating boot, which locks the foot in position, any kind of excessive motion can rub on this area. Have the boot fitter, boot uh, person you deal with, punch out that area. And then look seriously of including podiatry. I have put orthotics in figure skates for decades for this problem alone, with great success, reducing the motion, especially in the excessive pronated flat-type foot, which is very, very common in young girls. So uh, see the bootmaker, have them punch out that boot, take a serious look at the very least of including some um, uh, step masters or uh, inserts, super feet in the skates, uh, Padaya, but uh, uh, custom orthotics is the gold program many times when this is a problem. You know, Frank says, my 14-year-old daughter plays club volleyball. Uh, it's the third time, the uh, third season already where she's dealt with jumper's knee, inflammation of that um, patella tendon. Uh, we've seen physical therapy. We've done a lot of strengthening. Uh, somebody mentioned, what about her feet? And yeah, Frank, I'm mentioning it. I've dealt with volleyball at the Olympic level on down for decades. Uh, There are few sports, if any, which have as much jumping. Uh, 14-year-old girls uh, into puberty, 
The um, we've always seen more knee problems in the girls and the boys, uh, even including ACL and traumatic injuries because of the widening of the hips and the increased angle of what's called a Q angle of the long bone, the femur um, attaching to the knee. And excessive foot pronation that I was just talking about in the world of figure skating, again, which is common in these girls, uh, can increase torque in the knee. Increasing torque in the knee increases pulling on that patella tendon. Jumper's knee inflammation of this tendon many times, Osgood-Schlatter, which is the name of a condition where the kid's growing rapidly and the bones might grow faster than the soft tissue and the attachment of that knee tendon, the patella tendon to the shin bone gets aggravated. So include podiatry if you haven't. Is your daughter in the best volleyball shoe? Again, support is key. And again, I've had great success with this particular problem when we have added proper custom foot orthotics to the mix for the knee problem. And I can't tell you how often, Frank, we will see uh, the feet are ignored if they don't hurt. So you could have seen four knee specialists and no one ever took her shoes off to see whether she's got high arches or flat feet. Um, Gail said, you've been on the radio 40 years. Uh, I, you know, somehow, yeah. I want to thank now my uh, friends at BBS Radio. Everybody have a happy holiday. Thank you so much to our guests, Dr. Larry Rubin, Dr. David Armstrong. See you next week, everybody. Sports Doctor.